0: Hello and welcome to this podcast brought to you by Clarks Legal. My name is Amanda Glover and I'm an employment solicitor in the firm's Business Services Group. At the time of recording this podcast, it is the 7th of January 2021. Often I find that January is a month of looking forward and setting new goals for the new year, but we shouldn't forget that reflecting on and learning from our past can also be a very constructive way to build a better future. 2020 will always be a standout year in all of our lives. First and foremost, it was a human tragedy, bringing suffering to so many across the globe. It was also a year of tremendous tumult, plunging us into a parallel universe where many of the old certainties were stripped away and replaced by a level of uncertainty that we had never experienced before. It appears that some of the changes experienced in 2020 will simply be moment in time changes and we will revert to the old ways as soon as we can. But others are transformational changes, either latent trends, which have been accelerated by the COVID crisis, or new trends, which have been created by it. With these, the tides of change are never going back and businesses can't afford to be Canute-like. Instead, they have to embrace the new tides now before they reach their height. So over the course of the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be publishing a series of short podcasts which will examine some of the key developments in the world of business and employment in 2020. And today we start with health. 2020 was of course first and foremost about health and well-being. Public health suddenly became the predominant economic issue, dwarfing even Brexit in terms of its impact on macroeconomics, the public finances and the sustainability of every company in the UK. However, this was not the only consequence. Individual employee health became not just a matter for that employee and the human resources professional, but potentially a matter for the whole enterprise. What employees were doing in their lives outside of work, how stringently they were following the public health procedures, and how they got to work, suddenly all became matters of concern. Equally for employees, how seriously their employers took COVID and the levels of trust they had in their employers became a defining feature of the employment relationship. There were also concerns about mental health and general well-being, and many employers had to consider how to support employees who were locked down and isolated from social contact. Another key feature of this environment was how to manage the diversity of employee attitudes to risk Many employees were rightfully very anxious about COVID and were risk adverse, whereas others were arguably far too relaxed about it, potentially to the point of ignoring government guidelines and placing colleagues at risk of exposure. And employers were left needing to find their way through this complicated maze. As always, some managed it very well and some were oblivious to it even existing, taking a one-size-fits-all approach, which may well have stored up employee engagement issues for the future. So, will this link between health and employment dissipate as we move beyond the pandemic? It's my view that it won't. Well-being, health and particularly mental health were already emerging trends prior to 2020 and COVID-19 has just acted as a jet booster on this trend. There will continue to be short to medium term issues around managing long covid Employees suffering bereavement or post traumatic stress and other mental health issues as a result of the pandemic. There will also be questions around whether to employ individuals who refuse to be vaccinated, how to manage employees who refuse to be vaccinated, and what to do about employees who have to travel overseas in an environment where COVID 19 and new strains of it will be prevalent. There will also be the inevitable tribunal cases where judgments will be made on how employers treated employees during the pandemic, and these could contain some nasty surprises for employers. Psychological contract issues will also exist, where employees lost confidence in their employer due to the way they feel they were treated during the pandemic, and this could well feed into an employee engagement challenge for some employers. Longer term, it's highly likely there will have to be some government reappraisal of the link between public health and economic success, and this could result in legal changes which will flow down into the employment arena. Additionally, with the rapid development of biosciences, it's very likely that health passports will become as important as normal passports, and the health passport is likely to become important in the employee sphere. There will continue to be this fusion of employers wanting to support their employees to live healthy lives, whilst at the same time encroaching more and more on individual employees' private lives as they seek to minimise their exposure to individual and collective health issues. So what does this mean for employers going forward? In essence, I would say that they need to develop health and wellbeing strategies which look at all aspects of individual and and collective employee health. Purpose, parameters, priorities, plans, processes, policies and procedures, all the Ps, all need to be considered, reviewed and amended where appropriate. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If there's anything I've mentioned in this podcast which you feel you would want to explore further or perhaps take legal advice on, please do not hesitate to contact me or any of my colleagues via the email address contact at clerkslegal.com or via our Clark's Legal LLP LinkedIn page. Alternatively, Clark's Legal runs an HR support website called Employment Buddy, which is available to sign up to and provides a number of useful HR guides and template documents to help you navigate a number of different employment scenarios. Please contact us if you want to know more about this service. And finally, I should also mention we have a wholly owned HR and business consultancy subsidiary called Forbury People, For those of you who are looking for help with your broader HR issues, such as strategy, senior leadership development and industrial relations, to name a few. Again, please get in touch with us if you want to know more about our consultancy offerings. Many thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you have a really good weekend and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.